I'm going to do something that's a little dangerous, and that is I'm going to share a story about a real person. And I share the story with uh, respect for him, uh, but uh, there's a fine line between uh, being eccentric and being insane. And he was the closest to the insane, uh, eccentric person I ever met. And that was a man named Stanley. Stanley was in Wabasso, the undertaker, one of the, uh, he didn't have a funeral home, he just had a, basically a building that was his uh, mortuary where he did the embalming and uh, he did everything else at the churches or, or whatever. But Stanley also had a hardware store. And Stanley being the eccentric that he was, it was not our own Stanley's as most uh, Stanley's hardware stores are, but my own Stanley. And he ran it in a much different way than most, uh, actually most shopkeepers. I can't imagine a fire marshal or, or a health inspector nowadays allowing something like that to, to continue. But Stanley had the theory that the more stuff you had, the less it cost to heat it. And so he had the, the, the store absolutely packed with stuff. Underneath the tables, up to the table, on top of the table, two or three feet, some, some, sometimes on pillars and everything like that hanging down. And the amazing thing is you could go in and you can ask him for whatever it was, and he knew exactly what aisle to find it. And you'd have to follow him down this little cow path uh, to, to that in, in order to, to uh, be able to tell if that's the item or not. Now, Stanley had the unique knack of having what you needed. In fact, his motto was, if you need it, I have it. If I don't have it, I can find it. If I can't find it, you don't need it. <laughs> I once went in for, uh, for something that I thought was a little strange, and he knew exactly in the store where, where to find it. One of the last times I was in the store, I needed some plastic bowler hats for a play, and he was the only one that I could, uh, could think of that, to ask, and he knew exactly what catalog to get it out of. He was that kind of guy. The reason I share this is the closest I've ever come to uh, 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 somebody like that is some of the bazaars in the Holy Land. Uh, you go in and you, you, it's just packed with the stuff and you, you can go sort through and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's worse than a rummage sale it, it, it's, uh, or uh, cathedral uh, every fall or every summer festival they have the curiosity shop and I keep joking the curiosity is why people thought that was valuable. But uh, you go through this stuff and, and you, can, you can find all sorts of little treasures there and you can hide it again, and no one else is going to find it for a while. And so when Jesus shares these, this parable, especially about the pearl, you can imagine in, in our day and age, with you go to a jeweler shop, you find a pearl. Well, you know, that pearl is going to be pretty obvious. You don't stumble upon that. Well, maybe, maybe uh, because it's a pearl, you don't stumble upon it in that kind of shop. But in the clutter of the shop, it would be really easy to lose track of that pearl. This merchant who goes searching that, for that pearl sees its value and knows its value automatically and decides, I have to have that pearl. And I find it fitting that Jesus would use a pearl. I shared this, I know, a few years ago, but, uh, you know, why, why a pearl and not a diamond or an emerald or a ruby or, or a sapphire or, you know, all these other, other gemstones? Well, with a gemstone, you take it, you break it, you have two smaller, maybe slightly less valuable gemstones, but a pearl, 
that's not the case. A pearl is all or nothing. You can't split a pearl and have a slightly less valuable pearl. You destroy its value completely. It, it's destroyed. A pearl is, of course, from the oyster and a natural thing. It grows, and the longer it grows, the, more, the larger, uh, the, not growing organically, but uh, the longer it irritates, maybe the, the way to put it, the longer it irritates the oyster, the bigger the pearl becomes. And so a pearl of great price is one that has grown for a long time, one that, that has grown round and maybe clear or, or perfectly colored, uh, consistently colored. You can't break it, though. It's all or nothing. And the merchant, knowing that, is willing to spend everything he has for that pearl. Or the other image that, or uh, parable that Jesus uses is the treasure buried in a field. Why would somebody who comes across a treasure bury it again well, if the, he just took the treasure with him, whoever owned that field would have right to claim it. It would be a form of theft. Jesus doesn't want us to steal the kingdom of heaven, it seems. Rather, he would rather have us bury that again and go and buy that field, knowing that the treasure in that field is so much more valuable than what we just spent. This these parables of, of the kingdom of heaven are important for us to contemplate because we live in a world that, that says, well, we can have both or we can have it all. We can have this world and the kingdom of heaven. And while it seems that way, it really isn't because this world so often is antithetical to the kingdom of heaven. We know this, especially now with the media being so, so clear, even uh, as I share about Stanley, he was the uh, forerunner of Amazon. I'm, I'm convinced he, he could have put Amazon out of business if he would have uh, lived long enough. He, Jeff Bezos had nothing on him because he, he, was, a, he was eccentric as the day is long. But someday I may share the uh, mortuary side of his business. Maybe not. But as, as <clears throat> he understood that value, he understood uh, and taught uh, this Stanley that you, treasures were something to be found. And the kingdom of heaven is to be found. And God leaves it there for us to find. And, and the question is, how bad do we want it? Do we want it bad enough to go and sell all that we have and purchase it? Is the invitation that Jesus offers the rich man, if you remember, the rich man coming and saying, what must I do to possess the eternal life? Go sell all you have and come follow me. Sell all you have, give to the poor and come follow me. It's the invitation that Jesus gives to each one of us. That doesn't mean we drive ourselves destitute, but rather we have the right relationship with the stuff around us. That we purchase that pearl or uh, to continue on, Jesus uses the, uh, the net thrown into the sea. I have a friend whose name is Annette, and she gets so thrilled on Sundays like this because it's the only time her name appears in the Gospels. Throw Annette into the sea. Go ahead. She, it's, 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 I think it's silly, but she, she thought it was great. But unlike fishers with a hook, although... I'm the kind of fisher that, with a hook that I can catch anything but fish. A gnat will pull everything up, the good and the bad, the trash, the seaweed, 
the good fish, the edible fish, the bad fish, the, the tasteless fish, uh, the, maybe even the poisonous fish, uh, the fish that are spawning or, or <clears throat> the fish that for whatever reason need to be thrown back in order for, to continue the ecosystem continuing. The kingdom of heaven needs to be discerned, is what Jesus is saying, that we collect all the good stuff and we throw all that is bad. And maybe again, with that pearl, that we realize that the pearl is of what's most valued, what is most valuable, or that uh, good uh, tuna fish or, or whatever, whatever fish it is that, that's in your net. I don't think they go net fishing too much for tuna. They, they're too big. But we come this day asking the Lord to help us to recognize those pearls. And maybe with that uh, is why the church in her wisdom gives us today's first reading. Solomon, newly appointed king, uh, taken uh, the throne from David after David's death. King David, of course. And being asked by God, what do you want? Ask for anything. And Solomon realizing with wisdom already that he is not wise enough to lead the people He's not strong enough to lead them. There are so many, and there are so many differences. And so he asks for wisdom. For him, that was the pearl. That was what was most valuable, to serve God by asking for wisdom. It reminds me of time and again of, of a number of saints who were asked, what do you want? St. Thomas Aquinas is my, one of my favorites to, to meditate on. He was asked, you, uh, Jesus appeared to him and said, Thomas, you have written well of me. Ask for what you want. And Jesus responded, nothing if not you. Nothing if not you. He understood the pearl of greatest price was Jesus Christ. And he was willing to do whatever it took to have that pearl. It is said that after that encounter, he never wrote again. In fact, died only a few months later. Even the Summa, uh, the Summa Theologica left unfinished. He had some outlines and some notes, but he understood the vision that he had of God was worth so much more. In fact, he said, all that I've written is but straw. Everything he wrote it was not even close to that pearl. The wisdom of God making himself known to him God wants to make himself known to us. He wants us to discover the kingdom of heaven. He wants us then, once we discover it, to receive it with joy, to do whatever it takes to have that kingdom. This day, in some small way, what is the Lord inviting you to give up in order to possess the kingdom of heaven? It is all or nothing when it comes down to it. Like I said, we can't have both God and the world doesn't work that way. If we seek God, the good things of this world will be ours. I'm not talking health and wealth or anything like that. That's all a lie. I'm convinced health and wealth gospel is from the bowels of hell because so often we have people that if I just pray hard enough, I'm going to have it. And if, if something's wrong, well, that means God, uh, whatever it is. No, this is not the health and wealth gospel. Rather, once we have that pearl, Everything falls into place because God's will is done. Once we have the pearl of greatest price, we have everything we need, even if we should suffer in this world, knowing that the pearl leads us to eternal life with God. 
As we come this day, we ask God to help us receive that pearl, to know the pearl, to love the pearl, to love the kingdom, and to find ourselves there.